Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, what I assume is a mailbag edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Yeah, I guess it could be a mailbag edition if we have, like, a lot of comments about each of the six random things that Ryan tweeted at us. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it's, I tell a lie. It's only five. You know what? I forgot. Last time we did a mailbag, it was because it had collected for a while, so we had, yeah. we had a lot going on. It was reasonable to think we might have a mailbag again, but it did not end up being the case. Well, it turns out. The Star Trek stuff does, maybe doesn't get you the kind of comments that you would hope. But it does get you audience participation from Ben. Yeah. In oh, fact, he has he has already sent in his analysis of the next uh, batch of episodes, but because I have not read, I mean, have not watched the next batch of episodes, I only read the top one for the episode I've actually seen. Okay. Well, he's yeah. ahead of the game. We'll we'll get back to that part next week. But um Yeah, I got four more of them shits to watch, so if you are prepared, we can start with uh with some mail. Yeah, let's start. So um right after we released the last episode, Ryan wrote in to say, at brother date, definitely don't part the kimono. Alright. Well I don't know what that's in reference to. Does one of us own a kimono? I I think I referred to giving people an idea of what happens behind the scenes as parting the kimono. Oh, that's gross. You say it yeah, gross. that was your response to it the first time. Oh, and good. It seems like Ryan agrees with <laughs> All you. Right. Yeah, it's a gross way to say it. Don't say it like that anymore. Ever I don't again. Know. I mean, part of our... It turns out that part of our relationship is grossing each other out a little bit. Well, I think it's because it's not that hard. Like, when I'm with other people, they can say way grosser stuff before I get grossed out. Something about the gross stuff coming out of your mouth makes it worse, and I th- it's obviously the same way. I know that direction. you think that I should be quoting sonnets. No, that'd gross you out, too. That would hella gross me out. Don't ever do that. Yeah. What you should do is say regular-ass words in a regular tone. Oh, that's just, so boring. Just keep it like that for a while. Um... On the 5th, he wrote in to say, hey, I think I saw that episode of The Twilight Zone. Matt, which episode could it have been? We probably talked about Anthony, right? How no, we talked Charlie about X. Anthony last week for sure, yeah. about, about Charlie X, but I don't think he's there yet. Ugh. I think he's talking about the boring space travel episode that you were talking oh. about, where it's like yeah. they went 20,000 miles in space or something. Yeah, one of the many ones where they went an obscenely small amount of distance in space and reached an alien planet that we had no idea existed and looked just like California. We went 53 miles <laughs> in outer space. Dog, yeah. dog, that just gets you to San Francisco from here. Yeah, that's not far. Not far, buddy. We would definitely notice an alien planet if it was 53 miles away. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's possible that that's what he was talking about. Yeah, that could be. The one where the guy was really mad at uh, Corey. The name of the bad astronaut was Corey. Oh. And he was just like, Corey, you worm, Corey. And I was like, oh my god. 
I think he thinks the thing that he wrote is a real thing. You know, I think that must be where it is because uh, his next comment is, Fetty Wap performed at the hall next door to the wife's work. Fetty Wap. Yeah, we talked briefly about trap music. Trap music, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I um I saw somebody was talking about Panda the other day. I don't remember where I saw it, but I know you had talked about Panda recently. I got broads in Atlanta. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, on the 7th, at Brother Date, I'm not caught up. I want more quizzes. You're not getting them. So I think I said it would be exciting when he gets caught up because then he'd see the new structure that we've added to the show. I don't think he's there yet, though. And they're not quizzes, so it's going to be a problem. It is structure, but it's not. It's There's no quiz. Yeah. And then I didn't congrats. know people would miss the quiz games, apparently. Congrats. I, I was indeed referring to the Styles quiz. Oh. Well, so, but does that mean he... I don't remember now whether that he wants a better quiz than that or if that's good enough. Because if that's good enough... <laughs> The dude loves the quiz format too much? Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, if that's good enough, that's a problem, because um, there is nobody who could have been interested in that. No one at all. Uh, I was interested in it for the one minute it took for me to compile the list from Wikipedia. If you took a Chinese guy from the year 200 AD, he would not care about that, because he's he would be like, yeah, those are their names, so... All right, so you remembered their names. Good Congratulations. job. Congratulations. Can you send me back now? Send me back in time, because the future sucks, apparently. So that's the mailbag. If you want to get on the mailbag, uh, etc. Mm, Tweet at Brother boy. Date. Uh, ben is just emailing me because he is a personal friend, but if you want to send an email, and you, for some reason you don't have my email address or Matt's email address, A, think about whether you really want to. <laughs> right. That seems like a weird, bad decision. You would be somebody that we are not aware of, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but B, you can send uh, an email to uh, brothers at brotherdate.com. Aw. That's nice. I mean, it'll still only go to me, unless I choose to share it to Matt. I'm with good. Matt, I'm good. So. You can read it. That's fine. You can be the screener, email screener. That's me. Dog boy, I was. I thought that was gonna go like uh, that was gonna be like a fifty-minute mailbag. All right, what well, the to um, pivot, readjust here. We've done. We did our like our longest ever episode recently. Maybe this can be our shortest. <laughs> That's right. A solid six minutes. Congrats, everybody. Um, no, I'm uh, I'm watching women's volleyball right now. College women's volleyball, and uh, the big unit's daughter is on one of these teams. Oh shit, Randy Johnson's daughter? Yeah, and I I was trying to figure out where I recognized her and now I once they said that I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense cuz she does kind of look like the unit." She have like a kind of a big beak of a nose like he did? Yes, she does. And does she have like no chin? Cuz I think he was pretty chin. That is certainly possible. And of course she's a giant, so. Yeah, there's also being quite tall. Uh yeah. at any point did she destroy a bird with a volleyball? No, it's harder inside. They one well, of those birds got to get trapped inside first. It makes it tough. Because this is not beach volleyball. This is the real kind of volleyball. Yeah, I classic agree. style, the kind that takes strategy and 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 fucking teamwork. I think we've covered this. I don't. I don't care about beach volleyball. Me neither. And if the your draw to try to get me in is, but they wear bikinis. Yeah, dog. Uh, fuck you, dog. I got the internet. That's what I say to my it's wife. It's so easy. It's so easy to find a picture of a lady in a bikini or less. That's Here's a hint, dog. Less. I know. I know. That's what I say to my wife you all the time. You can see a lady not in a bikini. Real easy. The few times, and we might have talked about this before. So, by the way, 
general apology right now for anything that we've brought up before, because no effort goes into this, so we cannot remember what we have talked about. Um, whenever my wife wants me to wants me to watch anything that she wants to watch, she tries to lure me in by saying there might be like a hot broad in it or something, and I'm always like, yeah, that's that is literally nothing. That is yeah. not a reason for me to watch the thing because uh, again, the internet exists, and if I am like, hey, let's look at some hot chicks, it is not hard to do. Oh, it's, it's very hard not to do it. Actually. It's hard not to exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, Look, I watch volleyball way, for volleyball. If, you're, if your particular thing is bikinis, yes, that's right. Oh, if your particular still, thing is anything, still super easy. Cajun titties or whatever. If your particular thing is lady volleyball players, the internet is still a more reliable source. Oh yeah, I would have a much higher ratio of, um, whacking it to pictures of volleyball players. Is that I'm a ratio? Sorry. Yeah, it's... <laughs> well, it has to be... <laughs> I don't know. It has to be one thing to another, so... Uh, is is that Whackable pictures to total it? pictures, I guess. That, oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Uh, I would have a much higher ratio than just trying to watch it on the TV. You know what I mean? So many wide yeah. shots, first of all. How am I supposed yeah, to whack exactly. it to all these... Like, there's 12 ladies out there. Anytime I can't see any of them. Anytime they show the judge up on her beach high chair, like, <laughs> raising a flag to say, okay, it's your turn. That's the your turn flag, right? Yeah, like that's what it, I think that's what it means. It's like the starting I, flag. I played volleyball in sixth grade PE, and I think that was the last time. Dog, I I played volleyball one time in PE, and I fucking dominated. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah, I have never been a dude of lateral motion, <laughs> right? Like I'm okay front it. front and back, front uh-huh. to back, um, but side to side, not so good. I don't believe you, like dude, it's, because it's I... a lot of, lot of stress on them anks. I was on the, the basketball court at the time those people asked if you were 50. <laughs> so I don't believe the thing you're saying. That doesn't sound like you to me. Yeah, they thought I was 50 Cent. What do you... Um, <laughs> that's right. Hey, you don't think that's 50 out there? Yeah, it's, they definitely did not... He looks different in real life. They definitely did not think that a man in his early 20s, <laughs> conservatively... <laughs> Uh, was 50 years old. <laughs> to be fair, we that was not what we usually did. We weren't big into the Basketball's never been my, my sport. Yeah, we were just fucking around out there. <clears throat> but yeah, volleyball and tennis are, are two sports that are not for me. Yeah. Fencing? Straight front and back. Strip's only like two feet wide. That's true. Easy. No problem. Good at it. Fencing should be like in the movies and you should be able to go wherever you want. You should be able to like jump up on tables and stuff. Yeah, but then I'd be worse at it. Again. No, I, I understand that, but it would be way more fun to watch. And you should be able to be like six on six or something. Oh, team fencing. Like a melee. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, they got those vests that track whether you've that's, been hit or not. So That's LARPing. So. But, okay, but then you put them all in the professional Olympic gear and everything. And they got to be trained because this is the real deal. I'm just saying, it would be awesome. I would watch it. And then eventually I would make it so that the vests that that... Can, and the helmets and everything that can keep track of when you've been hit, I would change all that to look like you were like in the 1700s or something, or six, four, 1500s or something. Oh, like it's a, it's a hot doublet. So you could do some sweet musketeer action or whatever. Right. Yeah. Be great. I mean, really, if you just change the colors from white to something else, you'd be close enough. Yeah, the jacket still need work. Yeah. Although a white jacket with a colored lame over it. Yeah. The, that's the special vest. It's called a lame. Yeah, if you just draped something over that thing and then put, yeah. like, a cool hat on top, that'd be... Yeah, there you go. I mean, really, it, and, boy, that'd be fun with the helmet face underneath. <laughs> it's right that for safety. That blank helmet face. <laughs> yeah. 
the safety helmet wouldn't go with the rest of the outfit. That might be a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'd be down, man. That'd be sweet. I'd watch that. Uh, so anyway, if I'm watching ladies volleyball, it's not to see ladies. It's because I enjoy volleyball. Yeah, agreed. Hundred percent. Right. Just want to make that clear to everybody. I don't need sex in my sports the same way I don't need it in Star Trek. And that's the main cool thing about uh, these college uh, conference networks that keep popping up, is that I can see a lot more different kinds of college sports. So, like, uh, the Pac-12 network, there's like th- I get three Pac-12 networks. One for the Bay Area, one for SoCal, and I don't know, probably one for Pacific Northwest, or maybe just a general one, I don't know. Man, what, what package do you have? All sports? Dude, I, well, first of all, I got the AT&T cable and not the Comcast oh, cable. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, I got whatever whatever gives me three Pac-12 networks. What so. can allow? What can I get that will let me watch the most sports? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's always the question, I think. It is true that every time these dicks come around and they're like, well, because we, I get these guys on the street, like, just come to the door. Well, what are you paying for your current cable and internet? And then they always have to go away with their hat in their hand because I have like crazy fast internet right here. Yeah, from from Comcast, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we um, no, we can't do we can't do that." Dude, who the hell comes to your door? Who the hell is even out These there? These AT and T guys are here. Like, oh. uh, I want to say every three months, trying to talk me into their service. Wow, no one has ever come to. Me. Oh, I live in like an apartment complex, though. It's hard for them to get in. Nah, yeah, it's true. You got like a, such as a locked gate and everything. Yeah, the weasels can't get in so easy. Sometimes the mail can't get in. The worst thing is, like, my desk looks out on the driveway, so often they can see that I'm here. <laughs> so then I got to get up and answer the door. That's what you get for having a window to the outside that is not all covered up, Doug. You should, you should cover that up. I mean, I should. I should just... Aluminum foil? That's the least classy thing that people do, right? That's what we have done in the past, so just bring it back, man. Put that aluminum foil up like it's the year 2000. Uh, it's probably the right era, right? Yeah, but every time these guys come, I do. They when they say, "Well, I mean, like, what do you use the TV for?" and I think about <laughs> it, and the only time I ever watch cable is live sports. Yep, it's the only reason not to cord cut. Yeah, it's the live sports angle. And I don't care enough about any sport to pay for like some third party streaming of it. Yeah, like. Even assuming that was a real option, I don't know for sure whether it is or isn't. Yeah. You know, whether it wouldn't just be blacked out in your geographical location anyway. Yeah. I couldn't not have the sports, but I've never sat down and, like, done the math to try to figure out if I could do it cheaper than cable. I've never tried. But, um... Earlier I was... So I was watching the Pac-12 Network and they had a commercial for, uh... I don't know, Oregon State versus Utah in football this weekend. Yeah. And they advertised it as friendships on the line as Kyle Whittingham faces Gary Anderson. And I went, hold on a second. Are the coaches of those two teams <laughs> friends? And why am I supposed to know that? Dog, somebody, am I supposed to know that? Somebody at that TV station knew that. Uh, and, and they use that as the angle. And because they are the only person that exists as far as they know, they assume <laughs> that everybody knows it and is interested in that fact. I, I couldn't believe it. I just sat there like, wait a minute. Did I hear that right? Friendships are on the line? Okay, so what if this guy, uh, whoever came up with that ad, is a podcast listener? Yeah. And he heard our 20-minute runner on Fitz Hill. 
Yeah. And he was just like, ah, uh, yeah, minor college football coaches are well known. <laughs> this is this is a very well known and thing. subject for for discussion. Yeah, we might be part of the problem, I guess. I just don't feel like we're part of the solution. Look, and I'm even deep enough in that I had actually heard of those coaches, which a lot of people may not have. But I did not know they were friends. And even if I did, would, would that matter? And if they also, are friends. Is there friendship on the line? I was going to say, if they are friends, this doesn't seem like a great friendship. Like, listen, I'm doing my job, you're doing your job. Whatever happens here, we're going to shake hands at the end. Like, No, dog. Apparently, friendships are on the line. If Utah wins, you know, Oregon State coach, Gary Anderson, he's not going to be happy about that at all. I don't think they can be friends anymore. So, now you well, know. I hope that doesn't happen. I'd hate to see a friendship break up over a football game. Everybody watch Utah and Oregon State this weekend on the Pac-12 network. It's important. Friendships are on the line. <clears throat> Do you think if all four of our listeners tuned into that game, that would be an appreciable spike yep. in their numbers? Definitely a noticeable spike. Like, they'd be like, huh. I guess that friendships on the line tagline worked. Viewership went up thirty three percent. Ridiculous. What's our What's our share this week? Six, six million? No, six people. Still good. Still good. Let's stick with that next week. Please remember the names of the coaches so we can continue this. <clears throat> it's actually been a rough football season. Gary Ledbetter and Thomas Marjoram have never met. <laughs> Or have they? <laughs> That's right. Find Jesus out this Christ. weekend. Jesus, uh, Middle Tennessee State, huh? It's been uh, it's been a tough football season, dude. Stanford's eating a dick these days. San Jose State is as bad as old San Jose State. That's very comforting to me. Yeah. Um, mom, that is a blanket. Mom keeps talking about... Put over my shoulders when it's chilly. <laughs> mom keeps talking about how the advertising has been like a new era in San Jose. But apparently it is a new era, but it is not very different from the old eras. I mean, it's like, this coach hasn't been here very long. Well, but they fucking suck. But he's not. He ain't killing it. They suck aggressively. Like, they're really bad. Sure they are. They cannot They cannot stop us. Like, I think they're giving up like seven yards a carry or something. Well, they lost that game 44-10, to 10, and I just, I saw it as 44 nothing. And I, and I didn't think, that can't be right. They yeah. must have scored at least one point. I feel bad for their offense, because even if they acquit themselves well, it doesn't make any fucking difference. The other team can take as long as they want and score on every drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they want to, they can just run as far as they want and then sit down. They're somehow running down the clock and running up the score. Exactly. It's not, it doesn't seem like it should be possible. It's really bad, dude. New Mexico is such a shitty team. They've been shitty for, well, forever. They've always been a shitty football team. And they just... They ran the ball 64 times, because I don't think they got stopped once. They just ran right through the first two levels of defense every time. You cannot get fucking punked by a team that has no football tradition. To lose to them is one thing. You say they lost like 31-28, whatever. San Jose State sucks. They're going to lose a lot of games. But to get just absolutely bullied and lose that game in the trenches to that extent, that is, that's really bad. That's as bad as it gets. Well, we've got the Wolf Pack at home this week. Yeah, you're going to get fucking drilled. Drilled yeah, at it's, home. It's probably going to be bad. Nevada loves running the ball. Always have. Brian Polian and Ron Carragher <laughs> passed each other once in the hallway <laughs> at a Denny's. 
<laughs> they're both by the bathroom. They're near the bathroom. Well, good thing that those aren't Pac-12 schools. We might get to see a different advertising for that. Oh, that won't be on TV. No one will want to watch that. Uh, is yeah, it, it, is like it solely, sometimes solely because it's the late game, they will get on like CBS Sports or something. Uh, yeah, television, <laughs> CBS Sports Network. Yeah. Rich Waltz, play-by-play, Eric Davis, color na- color analyst. It's got to be Dog. some other Eric Davis. Dog, can you imagine getting assigned to do that game? Oh, man. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. You should probably go into another line of work because you are the 19th most important broadcast team on the network. I mean, I figure you've, you're probably playing, like, little games with yourself to make this boring job pass easier, like... Can I get through all of the Polynesian sounding names on the San Jose State <laughs> team, like through the course of the whole game? All of the skinny Samoans that they have. Yeah, yeah. I used to do I, that. I, I want to call. I want to call someone at the athletic department and say there are bigger Samoans. You can find them. Like there, there are bigger ones. They're out there. It's like a. It's totally a thing. Just look at their calves. I mean, that is the important thing that you need to see. Just go out there and find the Polynesians with the biggest calves, and you will go far. I believe. Um, no, that's what I used to do when I had to cover soccer when I was a sports reporter. And um, I was just bored out of my mind as I would try to see if I could get the weather into the lead every time. <laughs> it was just like I would start everything with what the weather was like on the pitch because uh, I thought it was funny to not lead with with a sports story. To be like, oh, it was... Uh, the leaves weren't the only thing changing on... Sunday at Parsons Field. And you, know? you say you are not now a professional sports journalist. <laughs> I know, it's hard to believe. Uh, it doesn't track. There's something wrong. Hard to there. believe it I didn't I wasn't able to stick that one out. <clears throat> also, I love how you uh your voice there was like a political attack ad. <laughs> that's well, that's how I felt about it. I felt like I was attacking Bo- soccer. Bobby Newport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're assigned to that San Jose State game, you should probably get into sales, I guess. Yeah. That's what I, that's yeah. what I did. And you've never recorded no, it? No, no. And and, for, and no one on, no listener would ever know that, too, because I'm not the kind of person who complains about their work. It's just not mm-hmm. me. I'm also not a job hopper, so don't worry about it. <laughs> don't ask questions about it. It's not important. <laughs> I am exactly where I have always been. Employer, I can't quite remember who it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm exactly where I've always been. If anybody asks, so what did you do this weekend? Now that was now many days ago. Shit, dog. Um, Katie's working two jobs, so she basically slept all of Saturday. Two jobs. Yeah, so she got a she got a promotion. Well, so she applied for another job in her same department at Foothill, mm-hmm. and she got the job. But they said she had to keep doing her old job. Oh, so here's the thing, right? Like, they couldn't start looking for someone to do her old job while she was just applying for the new job, because it has to be a fair process, right? Like, this is a this is a government organization, right? the college that she works for, so... It was only when she accepted her job that they could start the process of looking for someone to do her new job. Yeah, and so they just kept her doing it. Yeah, so it's just basically been her responsibility. That's fun. So she slept, like, all of Saturday, so I played a lot of Forza Horizon. Oh, that's right, yeah, you got the uh, the racing game. Yeah, I don't... 
I mean, I guess I sort of like racing games. Every generation I get into one. Yeah. What was it last mm, generation? I'm trying to think if there was one on the PS. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. There might, there actually might not have been. Uh, but you know, I've done Need for Speeds and. Uh, what was the last Mario Kart you were into? The, various of the Gran Turismo's. Um, I mean, probably Double Dash. Yeah. Like the one that came out for the Wii, I got. Uh, yeah. But. I liked that it's one like, because it was like playing it online against twelve-year-olds was not fun for me. Yeah, that's really made for local multiplayer, and, and I liked that one because it had courses from all the different Mario Karts, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was nice. But Marjan and I only play video games together like maybe once a year. So again, that game is really best as a local multiplayer game. So I also did not play it much. Yeah. Oh, I got Mario Kart Eight. I think it was for the DS, the 3DS, whichever one that was. Yeah. Um, that was okay. It didn't get, it didn't get me because unless you have someone to play against locally, it's not, I guess it's just not anything. Yeah. If you're going to play the single player, you might as well play Gran Turismo or Forza or whatever. Right. Yeah. You got to do a RPG simulation kind of, or final lap twin, you know, whatever. I do know. Yeah. That's what you should play. Why not? Why isn't that going to (laughs) remaster? You know, there's an outcry. People want it. People want they, that they would fuck it up. Final, final lap twin remaster with Uncle John on the soundtrack. Someone would be all too bad. I got it all set, and I'd be like, "All right, here it comes." <laughs> but instead, it'd be like, I don't know, what shitty music do you think they'd put into a final lap oh, twin? It's probably some now? nasty house music or something. Who fucking cares? <sighs> and they try to put in voice acting too, which would make me sick. Like not even the cults, she sells sanctuary. No, dude, or you're never getting that again. That was pure Gran Turismo three. Just like live from Applecott Hill. Dog, you didn't say A-Spec. Sorry, it, yeah, A-Spec. That one. The one with Snoop. I don't, I don't know what that means. One, two, three to the fo- foot to the pedal and the pedal to the flow. Yeah, right? and that S2000, silver and black. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> Good old Snoop. How about that deep forest? You know that was... He did that in an afternoon. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I bet he charged them an exorbitant <laughs> fee for that afternoon's work. I found it was worth it. I must have listened to that track a hundred times. So, yeah. well, that's okay. Um, Yeah, Forza's the same, except the music is worse. Yeah. Like, the, the gameplay is more interesting, and the RPG elements are better, but the music is much worse. But there's a classical station, so that's what I listen to. Some Flight of the Valkyries or whatever? Uh, Yeah, I think Flight of the Valkyries is one of them. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's got like, um, fucking Mars. In the Mars, uh, it's got um, Pierre Pierre Getzweet. Who wrote that shit? Um, Peter Getzloff. He's a hockey player. I don't know what you're talking about. Grieg. Anyway, it's got uh, you know, morning has broken or whatever. Oh right, right. Um, it's good. It's a but there. The problem is there's only like six or seven songs. That's like the playlist is crazy short. They'd have to make the playlist as long as like a playlist on your iPod for it to make sense. I always turn yeah. off the music because even if it's like thirty songs, it still gets repetitive. So if you have the Microsoft Music service called Groove Music, which I imagine roughly twenty people have in the entire world, mm-hmm. same people who had the Zune, uh, right? Yeah, well, I think it is the Zune Music <laughs> service it's just been rebranded. Uh, it will play playlists from your cloud into your game. That's good. Uh, for some reason, it won't do it locally. Like, it, it won't just play the music on my computer, even though 
Groove Music is installed because it comes with Windows 10. Right. But no, it'll only play them out of the cloud because I guess reading files is too much to ask. Yeah, that's so dumb because there were games on the old PlayStation 2 that would allow you to import your own songs for the soundtrack. Or at least you could like put a CD at like, hey, whole game's in memory, go ahead and drop a CD in that bitch. Yeah. So We do it Monster Rancher style. That is pretty dumb. Uh, so the game takes place in Australia, right? It does, yeah. So do they even bother having weather effects? Uh, well, they do, because part of it is in a rainforest. Okay. I didn't know they had one of those there. Uh, no, the weather effects are, are quite good. Okay. Uh, it's really... Um, like, this is a thing... Uh, racing games are the games that have looked the best for 20 years now. People figured out how to animate cars really good. Yeah, like, cars, it turns out, are not actually that complicated, and their surfaces are reflective. And people gave a shit about the physics of it, I think. Well, you know what? They right. didn't, because when we... If you go back and play Need for Speed 3, you'll probably be enraged by the yeah, arcade. I mean, that's an arcade racer to begin with, yeah. so they always make the they're always less less demanding there. But it's like car car racing games have been beautiful for a long time. Um but usually the cars have been the good looking part. Yeah, while well, the trees look kind of janky. Yeah. But this whole game is really good looking. Good. Like this piece of Australia that they have put in here really looks like a real place. Seems like a real place. They didn't make it all of Australia, but like one uh, one millionth of the size or whatever. Because uh, <laughs> right. like, I'm sure they must have scaled it down because it's got like a beach town and rainforest and outback. Right. And it's like, I don't think those things are all five minutes drive apart. Right, right. Uh, but, you know. It would be pretty dull if they had to put it all in one area, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. And it's like... It's not in Sydney or Melbourne or anything. It's in uh, Byron Bay or something like that. Bondi it's Beach. It's a real place. It's not. It's not Bondi you Beach. Gotta, you cannot. You cannot catch the bus there. Oh, can you swim the beach and wonder who can wear the fashion when the? Never mind. <clears throat> uh, can I personally do that? <laughs> Is that what you're asking? Because I, I I feel like I could. Um, yeah. No. There, and by the way, none of there's no Benet oil. Ah, what a wasted like, opportunity. That's a big miss, guys. Ugh, boy. Dude, if it had been all head injuries and placed without a postcard, that would be a weird soundtrack. Uh, Crazy weird. It really would. Like, that's probably a pretty expensive license. Also, but... why not just throw in Midnight Oil, the, the album, as well? Just make it weird as yeah. shit. In my world, there are sorrows. Right? Yeah, uh, by the way, I super love that song. It's a great song. Even though it does sound like it's part of the soundtrack from Ace Combat 2. I pushed out that captain barrel. I'll take it to the tip yard. But I'll leave it as a veteran forecast. Sleep well on, catch the bus of Bondar. Swim the beach and wonder. I mean, just once again, there's just never been anything else like Midnight Oil except that one part of the middle of Panama. That's right. It was such a weird song on a weird record in a series of weird records. It's like that fast part is like, okay, I guess they're doing a thing. And then that, yep. that weird part jumps in and you're like, oh, wait, 
I'm sorry. I thought I knew what they were doing here. It's like uh, it's like hard rock mixed. It got cre- it got creepy and weird all of a sudden. It's like hard rock mixed with like haunted house music. I, I can't really explain it. It's just weird. It's a weird record. Like what? What was Australia like in 1979 that that resonated with people? The the weirdos who were like living in their van on the beach were like, "Yep, that's me. Yeah, this is me." I feel like the 70s in America were weird enough that the 70s in Australia must have been just f- fucking crazy. Yeah, must have been a weird time. And then you know, it got into the 80s, and they're still weird and different, but all the instrumentation changes, and all becomes real synthy and kind of lame. Yeah, kind of. But, I mean, that's the story of the 80s. I know. Well, that's why it's a bunch of bullshit. And that's why you can't really count on anybody later in their career, man. Everybody makes good records in the beginning, and then they just run out of that creative juice. And You know. It's a bummer. I mean, what do you think the creative process was for Midnight Oil? Drink too many cream sodas and get bad deja vu? Yeah, crazy deja vu. So you almost don't know where or when you are. Yeah, because that... How else would you produce... Yeah, dude, everything... Nothing ventured, nothing gained, (laughs) or... Everything that they make, I do assume they are in the same state as uh, the Enterprise crew in Cause and Effect. That's what I think is happening. Time loop. They're looping? They're looping in time? And they're starting... And have weird deja vu's Yeah, they're in the part where they know something's weird. That's where they Mm -hmm. are, and then they're like, alright, we're in the right space. Let's make I assumed you were going tunes. to tell me that they were in uh, schisms. Oh, well, that too. I didn't like that at all. They're 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 Riker in schisms. I just I can't I can't stress enough how bad a therapist I would be because I don't know how Troy in that room with them as they're all describing the nastiness that has happened to them and their buttholes probably doesn't just say nope you're on yeah your own. she not go you know what you everybody stop being so weird stop being gross stop it. <laughs> Don't, I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm leaving. Oh, oh it's not scissors. The handle's wrong. Fuck you. If you guys keep I'm talking about how it was cold, how the table was cold, I'm going to leave. I'm just going to, you're going to be here alone with your weirdness. Now, do you want me to help you or do you, so let's just keep it cool. All right. So you, there was a table. Just say there was a table. I don't want to hear about how cold it was or how restrictive it was or how there were some scissors above you, but they were different weird scissors with a curved blade. I don't want to, and the clicking. Nah, I'm not into that. Don't do that anymore. That is a stupid episode. Computer, turn off the clicking. I'm the therapist here. Totally let those guys take charge of the room, dude. Ugh. Did not like it. Stop making this holodeck a haunted house. (laughs) Yeah, I'm never coming back in here, no matter what. Even if I'm running a different program, I'll remember that this happened in here. Like, uh, is there a little Japanese girl, too, and she's singing to you? Like, (laughs) stop it. Knock it off with this. Oh, and by the way, Riker takes Uh, it. For sure. They cut off his arm. By That's the way. what I was gonna say. Riker takes it really well when they tell him that his arm has been severed and reattached. I would have been like, "Bugging." We'll take it right back off then. <laughs> like, I don't want it anymore. It's gone. I don't want it. It's gone. That's it. <laughs> it needs to be gone. It was gone, and it should That's... stay gone. I'd be like Splinter when Raphael lost that side. <laughs> it is gone. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Give me a robot arm. I don't fucking care. I, I'm not. This one's." ruined I'm t- give me one of data spares i'm done with this shit why would they even tell him that she just like casually says that right in front of him like maybe find a better way to present that news to him or something but it's fine though he takes it fine he's like oh weird my arm yeah oh well hey what did they do to my butthole that would have been my question yeah oh for sure like hey they cut off your arm and put it back on they they've definitely poked around in <laughs> that's there. right what is my butthole did they take out my butthole is it my original butthole is it a different butthole like, 
these these fish aliens who are doing Dr. Mengele style experiments on people, mm-hmm. uh, they're not going to be like, no, 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 that's off limits. Do I have Worf's butthole? Like, whose butthole is mine? None of that butthole stuff. Oh, yeah. He's probably got Raker's butthole. <laughs> that's right. We shouldn't talk about Star Trek. She was a, a two-episode one. It's okay, Doc. We will, we will definitely not be doing this project when we get to schism. <laughs> that's and, right. And we have already ruined the podcast by making it half about Star Trek, <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so yeah, that would be a weird, weird situation to start writing music. But you would be in a creative headspace, so, you know. Yeah. I just, um, I never want to let the idea die that drinking too many uh, green sodas gives you deja vu. <laughs> I did watch a few episodes of that uh, Syphil and Ollie anthology on um, on Amazon. It's not just the episodes as presented, it's like a best of, so they're kind of mixed together. There's still a ton of material there. I mean, that's probably okay. Yeah, they're we, they're just weird little one-offs mostly anyway. The episodes... the show was just all... Yeah, it's just all segments. Like Yeah, occasionally you'd have an episode where the segments kind of mattered. You know, where Stealth kept showing up to ruin their show and stuff like that. But you remember. His name was Stealth, right? His name was Stealth. <laughs> he smokes cigarettes because they make you look badass and die young. Which are... Both of which are very cool. That's right. That's right. They got real happy on his ass. Um, but most of the time it was just, like, weird, random, nonsense segments, so. We have some monkeys and apes, they screechity-screech when they matey-mate, but it's still crescent fresh. Monkey love is best. Monkey love is best, I remember that. Um, we even, when I turned it on, in the first episode there was a David Bowie one that I didn't remember, where he was, uh, Ollie Moondust. I think I've I I am can picture his David Bowie one star on one eye yes. outfit, but I didn't remember that song. But that was Marjan was watching with me, so that made her happy. <clears throat> but um, yeah, there are a few things that we have um, we've kept in the lexicon from the old Syphil and Ollie days. Things like Crescent Fresh. I mean, carrots are my favorite vegetable. So I went to a farm just to propose to one. Right, he took it. He took it all the way. It's like I really like carrots. Might as well be, just get married to one. Um. Uh, what was the other one I was going to say? Um. Or um. All the precious Roy stuff. That. Uh, yeah. Uh, the one with the. Uh, Katie and I were watching some weird British documentary where a guy was going on. Home Shopping Network, and I did shout by my parrot hang gliders, <laughs> and Katie was like v- intrigued for a minute as to what that could mean until I started to explain it, which made her, I think, immediately lose interest. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, or like, uh, I like the fresh hot donuts. You're like, oh, all right. Um, and just the way that as the episodes went on, uh, Ollie got more and more jaded and depressed and crazed. During that segment? Yeah. <laughs> the Precious Roy segment was hard for him. He eventually lost his shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of those. If, as long as I get to see the things like the uh, Jessica Edwards Spelling Bee and uh, the one with the robot co-host and uh, some of the classics. I'll, I'll be satisfied. <clears throat> um, Zanzibar. Turning up Zanzibar, for sure. Uh, I've already seen Parting at Dude's House. 
you know, I guess this means we won't be partying at dude's house. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, lo- I'm sure you've seen fake blood. Fake blood they- always comes up first. Yeah. Uh, llama school, things like that. Ah, llama school. Hey, dude, you take Pico. You take Pico. You go to Colorado. You go to Colorado. Colorado to Las Palmas. And that's how you get to llama school. So you get to llama school. Uh, that dude is still doing weird stuff on the internet. He's one of the YouTube channels I follow. Oh, well, that's good. He also just, like, makes regular music, which is okay sounding. But if it's not his weird but, brand of comedy, then. But it's not Syphil and Ollie, so I don't care. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Stupid MTV. Or, like, um... They had one good show in their history. I know. And they can't make it available correctly. <laughs> My number one baby for gravy and um, weird day and there were all kinds of good ones in there, just in the music sections. Time and time and time again, you eat a meal and make a friend. What Santa Claus is Santa Claus not is not pretend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so this has we did been it. We did. shit that you had no chance of understanding. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, let us know if anybody has seen that show. Anybody, if you want to write in. And let us know. Because uh, I don't... I've never met anybody who, who's seen it. I mean, it was on for such a brief period of time from like... What would you say? 96 to 99? Something like that. Somewhere in that zone. I've never met anybody who had just seen it on their own, natively. But, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. If you saw Sifflin You've never met it. anybody who would say their least favorite uh, emotion was itchy? <laughs> That's right. Or would have had any chance of understanding what you were saying when you said that you had too much cream soda and it gave you deja vu. Yeah. Um, so you've been watching volleyball. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's where we were. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's things that I've been watching. Oh, no. You asked what I did last weekend. Yeah. And you uh, said you played a bunch of Forza. Forza. Yeah. A bunch of Forza. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this weekend, I got to go to a memorial service for an old coworker of mine who died. So that's great. Man, that sounds like a straight bummer. She was uh, old, and um, I don't know, died of being old, probably. I had a co-worker who died in a skiing accident, and mm-hmm. she was like 25. See, that's more of a bummer, I think. That bummed everybody out, but the, another thing that bums me out the most is that her Facebook page lives on, mm. and every year I get a reminder when it is her birthday. Oh, boy. Yeah. Someone should probably shut that down. That's not good. Um, yeah, this lady, um, she's kind of an oddball. I should say nice things on account of she's dead. It don't matter. What if, what if someone I used to work with randomly listens to this pod? You know, no one cares. Can't you just text your old coworkers or something and be like, real sorry to hear about Darlene, but I just started playing Red Dead Redemption again. (laughs) That's right. Oh yeah, and I have too. Peace. That was a good way to get me back on track. But things that really matter. Not uh, so it's still great. The right? passing of people, that does not matter because when I play Red Dead Redemption, I make all kinds of people pass. And sometimes you fail to stop a lynching in a way that is deeply upsetting. Oh, so I've seen a treasure hunter get attacked three times out in the wilderness, and I've only been able to save him once. Twice I've pulled my gun too late and they've and two guys have blasted him to death. Yeah. It's hard to save people out in the Old West, dude. Even though you're armed, it's like, everyone's just so ready to murder. 
Dude, the game's amazing, and not only that, it looks really good. I don't know. It's not not remastered or anything, right? No. It's still the... But I picked it up, and I was like, man, this looks, like, surprisingly good, considering this game came out in, what, 2010? God, is it even that late? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to picture where I was when I was playing. Well, I know where I was, but I was there for a while, so I, I can't... I can't remember. Let me see. I'm gonna... Yeah, I guess I might have been playing it in this Google this house. shit. 2010. Um, ah. And it looked... Re- dude, I'm, so I am playing it on the Xbox One instead of the Xbox 360 or whatever, but... Yeah, but I doubt they did anything. That's what I'm saying, it. but it just it looks crisp. It looks good. And I'm like, oh, shit, this game looks really good. And uh, obviously, sometimes I forget about it when I think of what are the best games I've ever played. Like, when I try to make that list in my head. I forget Red Dead Redemption as, like, one of the Rockstar titles. I always go, oh, one of the Grand Theft Autos. So what is it that's so great about that game? Dude, it's so moody. It's got, it is extremely moody. The at, it's atmospheric. It's just, um, you go out there with some sage and some goddamn armadillos. Yeah. And you're just uh, going around, and the whole, everyone in it is a nightmare. That's, that is for sure. Everyone you meet... That is hundo true. It's a terrible nightmare person, whether it's a fucking cannibal or fucking cult leader or whatever. And Go you just, find my wife. Oh, she's been dead all along. Fuck you. <laughs> it's already happened to me like four times where I've been sent on a mission to find someone who's dead. It's like, uh, apparently, uh, you guys should just give... If, you, if they go missing, they're gone. Like, you're not going to get them back. That's it. But, uh, yeah, dude, he just... Out there catching horses and fucking collecting herbs and all kinds of shit. I mean, I had the same experience as you in that uh, I loved that game. It's an amazing game. When that game came out, I mean, I didn't play Red Dead Revolver, but I don't think it was well regarded. No one liked it because Rockstar didn't own it. Someone else owned it. And then Rockstar bought the rights. Uh, And they're like, it's going to be Grand Theft Horse. And then, but like, I think probably within 20 minutes, I was like, oh, this is, oh, they made the best game. That's right. This is, they made the number one game. This is pretty outstanding. And it's like, I liked Grand Theft Auto 4, and it gave me the weird reaction where I should not drive a car immediately after I play it. Yes. Or like, maybe I wanted to vault over the railing of my apartment. Right. Um, It's not a bad game, but it didn't reach me the way... No. Red Dead did. Uh, although, Grand Theft Auto Five was good. Five is pretty special. And and um, San Andreas was really good, too. San Andreas and Five were both real good. Four was four was not bad. I think Four was probably better than Three. Yeah, Three wasn't very good in comparison. How do you feel about Vice City in there? Well, it's definitely not as good as Five and San Andreas. Yeah, I think that's true. But I think um, it was better than Four, right? I had it sp- might have been. I had special I, fun, but I think it's getting it gets a lot of points out of the setting. Yes, eighties Miami was fun. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the Miami Vice uh, slash Scarface parody that the game is. Yeah, is uh, is fun to play in a way that two thousand and eight New, New York. York is not. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, the setting was nothing special. Um, no, I think you're right. Because it's the same generation as 4, and you're like, oh, okay. Grand Theft Auto 4 is probably the best Rockstar game. But if you just look back and you like of that era, but then when you look back and you go, oh, no, wait, there was Red Dead Redemption. That was yeah. that was the one. And then L.A. Noir came out after that, and... Yeah, you... I never even played that. That's bonkers, right? 
Well, you should. I guess I should go play that. I haven't played that one before. If Especially if you like about Red Dead Redemption that it's, like, moody and atmospheric, and you like about Vice City that it's not set in a boring contemporary Right. So maybe locale. I'm... Yeah, I'm into the... Yeah. I mean, L.A. Noir is, is definitely not a perfect game, and it doesn't play quite like those other two. Yeah. Because you're a cop and you're not supposed to hurt people. Well, let's see, that seems like a challenge. Except for the criminals that you were supposed to hurt. Right. Um, but, like, driving those 1940s cars around 1940s L.A. Yeah, that does sound is, cool. Is pretty good. I wonder why I like, never got It's pretty a... good. I wonder how I justified never getting around to that. I don't remember. Because I definitely I wanted know. to play it, but I didn't. There aren't enough cases... And the actual detective work and interviewing people, interrogating people, is imperfect. But I I had a lot of fun with that game. I wonder if I can uh, backwards compatible that one. Yeah, I don't know. The I Xbox. wonder if anyone went to the trouble, because uh, I think it did that well. Xbox One. Oh, here's the list of games. I'm going to find out right now. Oh, shit, there's a lot of games here. Um, I don't see it. Looks like it is not backwards compatible. And I'm missing yeah, a console kind of a from shame. that generation, so... Yeah. That makes it tough. <clears throat> I don't have such as a 360 or a PS3. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, if it ever came out on PC, I bet your laptop uh, could run yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably old enough that it could. Oh, I'm sure it came out on PC. All the Rockstar games eventually come out on PC. They do tend to, yeah. Oh, that is a good point. I should probably spell that right if I want that to work. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's how I'll do it, then. I'll PC that motherfucker. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, if you're ever doing an exercise for nobody but yourself, like I do, where you're just trying to think of the best games of all time, just try to remember Red Dead Redemption. Because sometimes yeah, I forget uh, it, and then I feel bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the trouble, is that the series, the big series games are easy to remember. Yeah. But, um, that one's like a little outlier. Man, that's such a good game. It was a badass, dude. It even had like a fairly strong ending. Yeah. And I'm not even into this, I'm not even big into stories. But, it wasn't bad. And it lets you keep playing after you, uh, after you win? Yeah. And (laughs) then you win, question mark? And then you're like, Wait, this game is set in 1917? Yeah, but in the part of the country where I guess 1917 wasn't that, uh... Wasn't even as advanced as 1917. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Or 1912, or whatever it was. Yeah, at some point. It's a... It's... When you... There are some army soldiers in it. Yeah. At some point, and they're... They're dressed like World War I. Yeah, and you can get, like, cool machine guns and, uh... Stuff like that. Yeah. Um... So and yesterday, like I got, I got a cool pistol, and I was so I was super jazzed about it. Got the volcanic pistol, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't just I have that one. I don't just have the Cattleman revolver anymore, bitches. You're going down now. It has like slightly more power on the power bar." You God, that game was so fucked. good. And we actually played some of that multiplayer too, which was pretty fun. And we did, yeah, attacking like gang some... hideouts and shit. Yeah, storm a hideout, do that kind of stuff. It was fun. And you could even get it so that we could play private. We didn't have to always play with uh, a bunch of losers. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I hate I hate everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Sorry, everybody. Yeah, well, be better. If he liked everyone else, he'd do a podcast with everyone else. Jeez. Oh man, just a big old crowdsource podcast. Talk about a scheduling nightmare. I know, right? Hey, when's everybody free? Um, so October, happy Halloween, by the way, because I I won't remember to say it later in the month. Um, this is supposed to be like a great sports month because of, uh, you got football, you got baseball playoffs, hockey and basketball both start, um, people who like, um, like golf, there was a big golf tournament last week or the week before or whatever, but, um. So there's a lot going on in this month. Uh, but for me, it's just been kind of uh, bleh. Because as I started to talk about, Stanford sucks, San Jose State sucks, Navy lost a game a few weeks ago, though they did rebound last week and beat number six, Houston. So college football has been kind of a bummer. Um, the A's were so terrible that I was just happy the season ended. Um, and it's always my position that when the A's are done, baseball's over, and I don't care about anything else. Yeah, so the last two years that's been like May. Like Basically. By May, it's just been like, oh, all right, well, nothing is going to happen this year. And um, I still haven't really gotten over the Warriors' horrible finals collapse. That was hard to watch. Was... That may have been the last the last time I watched sports regularly was during the Warriors. That run. Yeah. yeah, that was hard. So um, I'm not really quite ready for that yet. Sharks came back the other day and won a game, which was cool. But... Uh, it's been kind of an underwhelming sports-tober. Sports-tober. Okay. But there are some stuff in October that you can look forward to. Okay. Skyrim coming out. Oh, yeah. The uh, remastered Skyrim, which I will probably have to get. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when Civilization VI comes out. I but think I it also like comes soon. out this month, but you know I don't get into that till the complete you edition. You get that Game of the Year $20 yeah. edition. The kind that has all the DLC and everything that comes along with it uh i mean i don't care about halloween <laughs> but i wished you a happy halloween uh you did and thank you for that uh it rained today that's crazy i didn't believe so it. so that's that's nice they kept saying they were like oh, earlier in the week they were saying 100 percent chance of rain i still didn't believe it yeah i was like you can tell I me mean, it's 100 percent, but i don't believe that it will happen but it happened frankly it doesn't look like it rained much down here but it was raining a lot in san francisco which is where i was today well no but they count it even if it just barely sprinkles they go we just said it would rain we didn't say how much 100 yeah. percent doesn't mean it's going to rain like a lot it just means it will definitely rain a little so technically they win even though it barely spit today but it's supposed to rain more this weekend so that'd be good it, I would take it. Anything else in October? Mm. Is there any reason to love this month? I mean... You know I'm always looking for reasons to love things. Like harvest time in uh, in Animal Crossing. What <laughs> if one of them old Animal Crossing? <laughs> I ain't played that in so long. How come there isn't one of those for mobile? So uh, that, wouldn't that seem like the perfect mobile game? That's because it's a Nintendo game. I understand, but... Yeah, so, well, no, yeah. Pokemon would be great on mobile. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing would be fantastic on mobile. They will eventually do that. They're headed that way. Yeah, I mean, um, the I mean, version Animal that was Crossing, on the 3DS was super good, by the way. Animal Crossing was like this original game that makes you play every day, and you have to accomplish tasks every day and do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it wouldn't even seem egregious compared to current mobile games. Right. I, I feel like I have to log in all the time on my Star Trek game. I don't, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. So no, it would be perfect. And also, there's not that much gameplay, so like, 
You dig up some fucking weeds, you, you know, go and f- fish. I don't know, whatever the hell you have to do. Oh, it's Sunday morning, I gotta go buy turnips. Ugh, yeah, I never really got into that. But, yeah. That's the, but that's the only economy that you can speculate in in the game. I know. Well, I also don't like it in Grand Theft Auto V, where they make you play the stock market if you want to make money. Yeah. It's like, well, also, you don't really need money. In GTA well, you V? Run out of, you, run out of, you run out of bullets? Uh, oh, if you want to buy all the properties and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, but that actually doesn't take that much money. No, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not good. Oh, wait. Maybe I didn't buy all the properties. Maybe I stopped playing before that. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, I feel like I don't have anywhere near enough money to buy all those properties. <laughs> but I don't want to play the stock I have, market. I have considered getting Grand Theft Auto V again. And, you know, if it comes out at, like, a deep discount, I probably will, because now I have a computer that can play it. It's pretty great, as you already know. It's pretty great. And I hooked up an Xbox One controller to my computer, so... Just when you get into stuff like that, like, oh, you gotta play the stock market. It reminds me of that scene in Community where Troy and Abed talk about what they did over the summer, and they say that you play a game that's so much like real life that you have to go on job interviews and pay your taxes. And then they say it doesn't sound that cool, but trust me, it is. And that's like, that's that's what, you know, some of these games are starting to turn into. Yeah, one of the... When, um... When this new batch of VR consoles came out this year, one of the mm-hmm. games that people were getting into was a game called Job Simulator. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Where you, like, do a job in it, and it's like, Jesus. Yeah, it's not amazing. Um, but I would um, but I would encourage you to get GTA V again. I mean, it's, it's just... If you ever just want to open the game up and murder some fools... It's hard. It doesn't really get better than that. I mean, there's some cool stuff about Red Dead Redemption, like you can hogtie people and throw them off a bridge. Yeah, that is cool. Or put them on train tracks, or whatever you feel like doing. The hogtying part, I think, is awesome, because it's a real slow way to kill somebody. Yeah, it's a good murder simulator. <laughs> yeah. But, in Grand Theft Auto V, there's an actual torture scene. Oh, that's true. Yes, there is. Where there's, uh, they electrocute you and hit you with wrenches and stuff. Or you hit somebody. You do it to them yeah. to try and get information that may or may not be true. It's uh, it's heavy-handed. Yes, that's correct. It's not like 24 or whatever. The, the show 24, which basically told you you could torture your way out of any situation. Yeah. Which well, I appreciate, because they had a take, you know? That's true. If we were talking about one of your big... <laughs> One of your one of your big criteria. If we were talking about what the concept was of all of the twenty four episodes, it would be that torture is absolutely something that you need to do, hundred percent of the time. Because whenever Jack Bauer needs some information, he'll just put a bag over your head and try to suffocate it out of you, or shoot <laughs> you in the kneecap or whatever. Like he just goes for it, and he always gets the information. He's got like a limited amount of time to figure this shit out. He can't pussyfoot around. Dude, his daughter's gonna get kidnapped three more times in this day, so. He is really up against it. He's, yeah, he's he's worse off than the guy from Taken. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. His family gets taken a lot, but not compared to Jack Bowers. I forget that character's name. Liam Taken, something yes. like that. <laughs> That's right. Compared I've seen Jack... I've seen all three of those in the theater too. So. Oh boy, I don't think I've seen any of them in the theater. I think I saw Taken on like streaming Netflix or something. We also saw in the theater the movie where he crashes in Alaska and fights wolves. So the gray or whatever. Yeah. How, how By the way, it? not a great movie, but okay. you know. I was gonna say how was that, but yeah, that's as I expected. <clears throat> not amazing. The dude has had a weird career. 
Well, he's a money grabber of the highest order. Yeah. He's one oh, of them. But it's like to the point where I respect it. Yes. That's what he wants to like Michael Caine style. That's what I was going to say. You reach Michael Caine status of money grabbing and it's like, good job, man. Good job. Way to keep it going. It's like, yeah, you're, you're very realistic about this. Keep hammering those checks. These Just... people want to pay you money to, uh, to tape airline vodka bottles to your hand and pretend to fight a wolf. <laughs> Do it. Give yourself uh... vodka claws. You know, what's been going uh, <clears throat> around the movie channels recently is um, The Revenant. I did not see it. Okay, I did not see it either. And also, I realized I don't intend to see it. <laughs> it's just every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, I should watch The Revenant. People thought that was good. And then I just think, all right, it's going to be, this is going to be a depressing film. I believe it is a film about a guy who gets mauled by a bear to the point where he is near death in a freezing wasteland. And then they leave him to die. And then the rest of the movie, he's like trying to come back from this bear attack to get revenge or whatever. And I just think, yeah. it's going to be miserable. It's, it's going to be graphic and brutal and everyone looks really uncomfortable and cold and sad. And I'm just not into it. And I want to watch it. That does not sound delightful. I'm, I'm going to watch something else. I'm going to watch 24. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch Jack Bauer torture some people. Because that's light, that's like lighthearted, you know? He's... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but it has been a long time since a movie came out that I wanted to see. Yeah, me too. Uh, I wonder if we're just old. It's because we're old? That's I'm what old. I wonder about everything. I'll be 36 here in like two weeks. Man, that's like, uh... He used to be like, you know, like a quarterback who was 36, and you'd be like, oh my god, how's this guy still playing? Play a little bit longer these days, but you're almost too old to be a quarterback. Well, I think it would be very surprising if I became a quarterback all of a sudden. I don't know, man. I feel like we talked about it. Probably less because of my age than because of the fact that I'm a complete unknown. Rookie think, of the year, too. This fat guy's a quarterback. I think we talked about your lateral quickness as well, so you better stay in that pocket. Don't try to go scrambling. It's not oh, going to yeah, work for no. you. Come on, man. You know I'm a pure passer. You better three-step drop and just get rid of that ball, man. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to be able to avoid these DNs. Oh, no, no. I'm, that's going to be Dan Marino style for sure. <laughs> You're still kicking ass in the um, football pool, though. The family football pool. Yeah. Uh, your, your, your stupid formula is... Math is winning. Math's winning the day. It's, is that depressing to you? A little bit. That you can't do any better than which team won more games in the last two years. It's <laughs> making me mad. I think every single, like, practically every game that we have picked different, I have lost. Like, uh, an outrageous percentage of the games we've picked different, which is why I'm so far behind. You are about ten games back yeah, after five weeks. ridiculous. This used to be my thing. This used to be my contest. Yeah. It's brutal. Makes me sad. I could pick up a third year, but... Um, there. If you look at the last few seasons, there, uh, I start out strong, and then slowly you come back. Yeah, but I've also lost both of the last two seasons by a single game each year. Yeah, so you know. So I mean, that's uh, I need to do better than that. <laughs> that's one blocked field goal difference over Ugh. the course of a year. You know, You're telling me, dude, so many close losses already this year. Um. So we're coming up to the point where 
having watched some games this year and getting a sense of the actual teams will become more valuable than simply being able to mathematically remember like which team won more games recently. I know next year I should implement some kind of record based program through like week five or something. (sighs) Yeah. Cause it takes a while to get a sense of a team every year. Yeah. Apparently. And so, yeah. What I love is at the end of the year, when you crunch the numbers and we figure out what our records were when picking any given team, because there are definitely teams that I remember throughout a season that I have not been able to guess right whether I pick them or pick against them. I just I never get their games right. Man, and for me I, this year, that's Minnesota. You know I only did that once ten years ago, right? Wait, really? Yeah, I did it in the oh. 2006 season, and that's it. I do have it at, not done it since. Do it at the end of this season for me. I, okay, I will. I will. Yeah, and I predict I did, that Minnesota that will be on there. To see who's who had blind spots. Yeah, I definitely like, have them. For me, I cannot... Like your wife picked New England more than anybody, but in that particular fine. year, that was a strong pick. It usually is. Yeah, I mean, I guess it has been every year since then, too. Yeah. But yeah, like, nobody picking Minnesota, for, for Dad's sake, is has been a not always a winning strategy. Well, just this year, I just can't read them. Like, they lose their starting quarterback the week before the season starts with an injury so horrible they had to cancel practices because everyone was throwing up and horrified. <laughs> right. And they bring in a guy who has been terrible and injured everywhere and who has now two days of experience with the team or whatever. And he's been just awesome. Just downright amazing. Sam Bradford's been like the best quarterback in the league. They lose their all-pro running back, uh, Adrian Peterson, and replace him with nobody. Just a bunch of nobodies. And it uh, hasn't hurt them at all. They're, they have a, they lost their quarterback and their running back, and it makes no difference at all. They're just amazing. Yeah, I was telling Mom that the story of this season so far is that uh, NFL teams are more than the sum of their parts in some way. Yeah. But we'll see how that if that holds true. Yeah, I mean, look, they, that's always kind of the way in the NFL because it's such a big roster and there's so much substitution and there's, you know... Depth really matters a lot, but typically the things you can't replace, or there's a big impact when you change them, is quarterback and head coach. Those are the two most important positions in the NFL. So when you lose your quarterback, I typically go, oh, okay, well, they're going to be in, they're going to be up shit creek. If you don't have a quarterback, you you don't got nothing. But when the guy you bring in, who only has two days with the team, is the best quarterback in the league for no good reason, that's, you know, you're fine. (laughs) Somehow that happened. You think about a guy like Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Who, how long did he languish on the bench watching Brett Favre throw passes? Oh, too long, it turns out, because he's amazing. Like a lot of years, right? Yeah. And so you're like, well, who knows about this guy? And then it turns out, oh, no, 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 super, super good quarterback. Like, really good at quarterback. Right. Yeah. Like, statistically so, speaking, the best of all time. Right. So, um, I guess... You never really know what's on your bench if they're untried. Yeah, but I thought we'd seen enough on Sam Bradford. We had uh, there's film on that guy. He has not been good, but pff, fucking killing it in Minnesota. Anyway, so I don't think I picked them right at all. I think the first like the first few weeks, I, I just thought there was no chance they could win, and they just kept beating good teams. So it makes me mad at them. <clears throat> yep. Well, luckily. The football pool is irrelevant. Why is there a trophy then? Because I was at Home Goods and I saw that hand. Yeah, and now that there is a trophy, I want it. And now that there's a trophy, I can't have it. 
That's true. I think I had it the first year. I'm looking at it right now, Matt. Do you still have the nails painted on it? Yeah, I haven't changed it. It's giving me that okay sign. (laughs) Mom won it. She painted painted its nails. When I get it, I'm going to do something just vile to it. I'm going to punish it. You know... Next time I get it, I'm going to punish it. I'm going to make it pay for not being in my house. I am 90% sure that a strap-on would fit in that <laughs> uh, handhole. Just put a big dildo in that thing. Yeah, just... Uh, I'm going to do just, terrible uh, things to it. Get a like, prepaid Visa card somewhere and use it to buy a dildo <laughs> so that no dildo manufacturers have any of your personal information. Probably a good strategy. You just, you know, just get it. Just get one of those Visa gift cards at Safeway or something. I feel like those, uh, those fucking dildo companies, then they could just charge you for a thousand dildos because they know you wouldn't take it too far. You wouldn't try to challenge it because then you got to admit that you bought some dildos. Because you're not going to be the I only bought one huge dildo. <laughs> one 10 inch black dong. Yes, I did purchase that. But the other 50, that is a clerical error of some kind that never occurred. This is, this is a huge ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I always figured that was how Girls Gone Wild made their money, right? Was that the you just couldn't cancel? That's right. You'd probably be like, "Well, they got me now." I guess. I guess I'm all in for Richmond, California, Gone Wild, or whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not an official Girls Gone Wild production. That was off-brand. Yeah, yeah that was off-brand pornography found at Rasputin or something. Rasputin, right? I think. I haven't been into a record store for, like, a million years. Well, Rasputin's, like, the only one still in the game. Yeah, there's still one open on El Camino, in fact, over by, over in Mountain View. Um, Oh, you know, I think a Streetlight is still a record store. Really? Yeah. Um, they just built that library right next door. That's all right. I shouldn't even say it. I was going to make a remark about someone in our family. I'm not going to say it. That's a rule that we made, right? That we've only broken three or four times. Uh, is that we're not going to talk too much about family on this one? Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. We're just gonna keep it cool. Um, uh, my TV. Okay, so my TV has been locked in ultra smooth motion mode since oh. an automatic firmware update over That's, the weekend. That sounds like no good. Oh, uh, everything is in cheesy soap opera mode, like f- just full on. The the setting still works in the menu. I like change. I can change it, but it doesn't affect anything that happens on the screen. So I can change the setting, but it no longer reacts. Your TV got an automatic firmware update. Mm-hmm. You connected your TV to the internet. He has a smart TV, dude. I got my Netflix and stuff going through it. Why don't you just watch Netflix on the Xbox One that is well, also hooked up? To I it? could very easily do that. Okay, but it's like one less button push. So, anyway, and now it's ruined. And I've been trying to fight with the people at the the customer service people, and they admit that it was the firmware update that has caused that problem, and that they have no fix. Currently. Who makes this TV? I don't want to say. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I I didn't want to spend a lot of money. Why did you buy a Sorny? (laughs) I didn't want to spend a lot of money. But I wanted to upgrade the TV, and it's been working fine for a year. It's been working so just fine. But you're, I'm sorry. Did you do you remember that you bought like a 4K TV? Yeah. Yep. Do you have any 4K content? Nobody has any 4K content. But when it comes, <laughs> my I will have thrown this TV in the dumpster already out of frustration. When it comes, but... you can watch it on your Kobe. That's right. 
<sighs> I'm so mad at these people. I'm so mad at them. Yep, they and, fucked and the dog on that of one. Of course I'm mad at myself, because it means said, uh, would you like to do this update? And I thoughtlessly went, of course. Updates are good. And I just, and now it's ruined, it's ruined my whole life, basically. Because I cannot watch a single thing on it. It just looks so terrible. Only sports is not affected. When you go to somebody's house mm. and their TV is not configured right and oh, it looks like boy. a goddamn soap opera, you judge them, right? Yes, because it, it's not in the showroom. Like, yeah. They don't change the settings when they put it up in the showroom because they don't give a crap, right? So whatever. So it looks stupid. But you get it home, you have to make it work like a television. Any So essentially when it's in that mode, anything with any kind of cinematography is ruined. Yeah, I, I I changed it on Ben's TV because oh, he had God. it set up that way. That is garbage. But he'd had it that way for so long that he was used to it. He was used to it, and he fucking changed it back. So, oh, dude, your diapers, like, wow, like dog, I'm afraid that's gonna dog, be me. Doug, don't watch Wally like this. I know. Doug, Wally is a beautiful movie. Don't watch it like this. Any cinematography, any. It, and by the way, it ruins comedy. It kills jokes. I've been trying to watch Community, and the jokes aren't funny, because it's it just looks so cheesy and cheap, and anything that's shot a certain way, like if a shot lingers on a person for a reason, for a comedic reason, everything about it just, it everything's off. And I am afraid that I'm going to become used to it, and that I'm going to be a terrible garbage person. That's just so bad. But I don't have to get a new TV if these guys can't fix it. I mean, the good news is it's under warranty. I just have no idea whether or not this will apply. They'll probably try to weasel out of it and be like, "Oh, that doesn't count because it's not really broken." But I wonder if they can, if you can do a firmware update off USB. I that's what I'm trying to ask them, but I can't talk to anybody because if you could Ugh. just roll back to the last version, that's what I've been saying every time I've contacted them. I've been like, "Can I just roll it back?" And they're like, oh, "I don't know. I have to have somebody reach out to you." And then nobody ever reaches out. So frustrated. That is the worst. Cannot watch anything. Ugh. Uh, that I, I would lose sleep. I'm, I'm like, well, okay. So anything that goes wrong with technology bothers me until it is fixed. Just <laughs> I, I sometimes I won't sleep. Marjan will tell you that I will stay up, and she'll be like, "Just go to bed. Like it's not a big deal." And I'm like, "Nope. This Wi-Fi problem is bothering me to no end. I am staying up until we have Wi-Fi. Like it's just going to happen." And I will make tweaks over and over again for hours and hours, and eventually I'll fix it without knowing what I did to fix it. Oh, yeah. Probably nothing. It probably just got fixed. My but I can't least, do anything with this. My least favorite thing is the cable is out, Ugh. but I'm the first one to notice that there's a problem in the neighborhood, Ugh. so they don't know about it yet. So they're like, well, there's no problem in the neighborhood. <sighs> and then... It's like, well, there is a problem. I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. And my cable isn't working. You shit dogs. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, no, it's, been, it's been bothering yeah. me for days. Oh yeah, if there's no internet, I can't get to sleep. And it's like, I wasn't going to use the internet nope. in the middle of the night. No, oftentimes my plan is like, I'm going to go to bed in ten minutes. And that is, of course, when something goes wrong. And I cannot just go to bed. I have to be like, no, I'm, I'm fucking troubleshooting this the rest of the night. What is that? Um, that is a good, um, well, I assume it's genetic. We both seem to have it. Yeah, but we were also raised in the same environment. 
Yes, unfortunately, we were raised by people who I don't think would notice if technology wasn't working. Do you think they'd notice? Well, they would, like, right now, because they wouldn't be able to watch the Tour de France or whatever <laughs> cycling event happens to be going on right now. Okay, I am not extremely technology literate, but I cannot even imagine how helpless I would feel if I were mom and dad. And the internet did a whoopsie? Yeah, like, what do you even do at that point? You wait for the cable guy to come. That is depressing. Dad waits at home for the cable guy to come, and then he resets the modem. I'm sure that's what happens. Oh, yeah, I told Mom last time she had an issue. I said, you know, you should probably just unplug that modem, and then you'll be and then plug it back. You'll be okay. Like, it'll work again. And sure enough, she waited for the Comcast guy to call her or something in the evening, and that's what they did. They just, they just fucking cycled that thing, and it worked fine. Have you ever... So, I had one tech support victory that I think about twice a week, <laughs> and that is... Um, my old Comcast remote just went bad finally. Yeah. And uh and I called the guy and instead of being patient and waiting through all his prompts, I told him, "Yeah, the channel up and down buttons no longer work on my remote, uh but the power button, all the other buttons work." And he started to go through a script and he said, "No, wait, all the other buttons work?" <laughs> okay. The only right, time we'll ever. Send you, we'll send you a new remote. And I was like, "Oh fuck. I got this guy <laughs> off script." That's right. I don't think I've ever been able to do that. No matter how hard I've tried. Refresh my cable box to fix a remote problem. Dude, no matter how hard I've tried, I've never been able to get somebody off script. I usually don't even try because. Then, like, don't ask me that. I've, I've already. Of course, I've done that. Yes, I did that. But they just have to go through their dumb shit. Yep, that is my. I think about it all the time. The The time that, that the guy heard. I mean, it was a little delayed, but he did eventually hear what I was saying and realize. Oh no! Wait a minute. The, let's not go through this we 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 don't need to do this we've remotes okay. are cheap let's just send them another remote yeah. <laughs> the thing that i think about most in regards to a time i had a cable issue was the time that okay so marjan i guess on tv watches people throw water in people's face all the time and so she <laughs> she she always wanted to do it oh no she's like i just i want to throw water in your face and I was like, I was like, but I didn't do anything. And she's like, that's beside the point. I just, I kind of, I just want to do it to say I did it. So I went, okay, I'm down. Whatever, you get the water on my face. So we're standing in my room on Boylston Street in Boston, and she has a glass of water, and she, 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 you know, she lunges at me with the glass of water. Every single drop of water went into my cable box. <laughs> Everyone, without exception, no water went anywhere else in the room. She dumped the entire glass into the vents in my cable box, <coughs> and it instantly stopped working. She missed you completely? She, every drop missed me. I was standing right in front of her. Did she throw the glass in your face? <laughs> no, the glass never left her hand, but all of the water went into the cable box, and it immediately shut off. Yeah, and I, that's and bad I, for machinery. <laughs> and I just kind of looked around and went, well, I guess that's on me. I'll, ta- I'll take the blame on that one. That's my fault. For saying that that was okay to do. Yeah, you should have stood in front of an open window or something. But uh, I turned it over. I turned the box over and let the water kind of drain out. And uh, I kept trying it and kept trying it. And about half an hour later, uh, later, it turned back on and worked just fine. Wow. After it dried out. But it did instantly shut down. <sighs> Fuck, man. Is she the reason why 
people think that people will do anything they see on TV. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Did she watch the dinosaur sitcom and hit her dad with a frying pan? Yes, she did. She said, knock the mama, and then she hit him in the head. And he said that was disrespectful and that she shouldn't do that anymore. That sounds right. I assume that's what he'd say. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I think about when I think about cable box issues is the time that she inserted an entire glass of water into my machine <laughs> Care- very carefully just every drop <laughs> i couldn't believe it i didn't i didn't even understand what had happened like i know the cable box shut down and i looked around and i was like wait i'm not wet like what happened <laughs> where's all the where's all that water and then i went oh it all went into the cable box i get it cool okay <clears throat> oh that is great yeah but you didn't have a dad. Oh, no, I should say that. I shouldn't. <laughs> Don't break the rule. I was gonna. I was gonna break the rule and talk about family. You know what? There's lots of good reasons for this rule. One is the very unlikely scenario where they hear this podcast. But two is just that it's depressing. It is. It's a bummer for me. It's a bummer for you, and it's probably a bummer for everyone else to hear about our garbage family. So <laughs> let's just. Uh... Just, let's keep let's stick to this rule this was one we can't break i think <clears throat> but uh why don't we uh why don't we call it i feel like oh shit son one. this just in on twitter hmm? at brother date as it turns out operation serpentine is too much star trek for me <laughs> well he's not he's not gonna enjoy the next one either then nope he will not <sighs> well you can uh. skip him then he can fuck he you know he specifically told us that he liked the Star Trek talk. He did. He should have kept his mouth shut. All right. Well, well next, the next one's a Star Trek one. Do you want to remind us again? Yes, uh, absolutely. So, uh, if you're playing along at home, the next episode of the original series is Where No Man Has Gone Before. Okay. I think I might have said Where No One Has Gone Before last week. I don't remember. Because I'm used to that formulation. Uh for the next generation, we have the not-at-all-racist episode, Code of Honor. Nope. Uh, Deep Space Nine is A Man Alone. Yeah, these are always... We get to Deep Space Nine and Voyager and stuff. I I don't remember the names of the episodes. Right. Voyager is the episode Time and Again. Oh, God. That sounds very bad. I don't like yep. hearing the word time in a Star Trek episode. It's bad. And for Enterprise, Strange New World. All right. So feel free to watch those and send us your pick from among the third episodes of all of those series. Again, Ben's already submitted his, so he's he gets extra credit or something. Yes. It doesn't count, but he gets it. Yeah. So, like we said earlier, tweet us at BrotherDate. You can send us an email to brothers at brotherdate.com. Um, you can always subscribe on the iTunes or whatever. And, um, you know, we'll we'll be back with the Star Trek episode and then another regular episode at some point after that. So. Yep. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye. That's what I say to my it's wife. It's so easy. So easy to find a picture of a lady in a bikini or less. That's Here's a hint, dog. Less. I know, I know. <laughs>